Now a fishing legend in his own mind, Rick Jordan. Well, I'll tell you, from time to time, day to day, every so often, I can catch a fish. Name one. Walleye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, prob- Boy, it'd be nice if I catch one of those sometime soon. Uh, you got to go out first, you know. I That's been the challenge for me. Yeah. I, I was complaining about that with one of the my guests on my show coming up at 10 yeah. earlier this week. I said, I haven't been able to go fishing enough. Nobody goes fishing, you know. That's a good point. I've, I've only gone a couple times. You oh, have a license? Are. You have a license? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I'll take you in fact, I bought my license at Marine General. There you go. Yeah. Can't be the best without getting the best license. Russ Francisco. You've got the best licenses in town. Yeah, it's pretty much the same as everybody else's, but we got it. <laughs> it's like, there was a guy that used to run the Superior Ice Arena. Uh, John Hack is his name. <laughs> Rick is laughing, you yes. remember. John Hack would always say, Superior Ice Arena, home, is the home of the finest ice of the twin ports. I was like, it's ice. Ice it's is ice. Frozen water. Ice is ice. Well, they had smooth ice. You get smooth yeah. licenses. Yeah, that's what it is. Well, Russ, uh, I gotta say, from the Jordan family, fishing's been pretty good. I think it's been pretty good everywhere. People have been able to catch some nice fish, and our fish coming into the store, bigger northerns, uh, yeah. uh, bigger, uh, bigger crappies. Sort of interesting. Up north uh, in Canada, people are, are sending us pictures of monster walleyes, uh, and uh, you know, I'm not sure if. You know, people not being able to go there in any masses allowed them to grow larger, um, or if it's just that kind of year, you know. They haven't seen baits in a while or something, but or everybody's talking about, boy, fish seem bigger. Coho's seem bigger in the big lake. Yeah. Uh, everything seems bigger, so I don't know. Do you think, um, how do I phrase this? Do you think that catching and releasing the fish is, is causing larger fish or more fish? Uh, boy, larger for sure. Not too sure about more, you know, but uh, you would think if you put them back, they would reproduce better and, and things like that. But certainly if you take, you know, 20-inch fish and put them back, they're going to be 22 inches eventually. And if you keep putting them back, eventually they grow pretty big, right? I mean, yeah. that's the theory, you know. Yeah. That's why we have so many bass in the lakes because everybody puts them back, right? That's right. So that's, that's what right. we do. I don't know yeah. anybody that eats bass. Uh, I, I eat bass a lot of times in my life, you know. Uh, if you're up north somewhere and, and that's what you catch, these little one-pound water, yeah. small amount of stuff, they eat pretty good. Right. You know. Huh, okay. Um, 22 inches was uh, a nice size. You you just mentioned that a second ago. We have caught three or four 22 inches in, uh, well, Island Lake, to be honest. Yeah, Island Lake is actually producing some fish that are a little bigger. So maybe all this, uh, you know, getting rid of the little fish and things like that are helping. You know, so we'll see. It'll, over the next few years, we, we'll be able to tell. Uh, long before the, the DNR finishes testing, yeah. the fishermen will know, you know. Yeah, uh, the DNR always says that they're working for more fish. They don't say bigger, but yet some of the rules that are out there would preclude that and say, yeah, it's going to get bigger. Yeah, I think so. I think that's uh, that that will produce more more fish. I mean, it just it just seems to work that way. I always say Island Lake because it's five minutes from my door, so I go there. It's it's easy. Abbott Road Landing's pretty good too. Uh, what other lakes up your way, uh, our way, have you heard about doing well? 
Well, you know, the, the St. Louis River, uh, big sturgeon, still having, producing walleyes. And normally this time of year we don't talk about the St. Louis River producing walleyes, but it's still producing walleyes. Uh, the bay is doing good. Of course, the big lake. And then uh, the uh, down towards Sturgeon Lake and places like that, the bass fishing has been excellent. Uh, even some larger crappies coming out of Island Lake there. Uh, so that's been good. Um, you know, Fish Lake's always good in our area. Um, some of the smaller lakes that you look at on uh, maps that are just sort of potholes and they got a name on them, mm-hmm. uh, people that know how to fish those lakes are doing really good. Obviously, Boulder Lake always does well. Mm-hmm. We need to know how to fish it, but it always does well. So fishing, I, the weather has been moderate, and because it's been moderate, uh, the weed growth was late. Uh, so now we should go into probably some weed growth, you know, fishing and, and uh, have some weed lines and stuff uh, coming up. So I don't know. I think it's going to be a good summer. I think we're going to finish real good. Hey, uh, R- uh, Russ, quick question. I may or may not have a booking on Lake Superior next weekend. What are you hearing about the Big Lake? Uh, Big Lake is... Um, is slower than it was a month ago uh, because it was so outstanding a month ago. Uh, it was just uh, unbelievable, and we'd never had fishing like that. Uh, but it's still good. I mean, everybody's catching fish that wants to catch fish. Yeah. So, uh, it's, it's been good. A lot of cohos. Uh, we're moving a little bit up the shore, but, you know, northeast wind could change that tomorrow morning. Fish are still in the top 40 feet most of the time. But, again, a big wind could change that, too. So, you know, it's just that we haven't had any monster since the spring. You know, it finally calmed down. Yeah. What colors are hot on the Big Lake? Uh, we're noticing lots of. Uh, w- w- here's what's going to happen: as this smoke comes in from uh, from um, uh, you know up in Canada, uh, we figure we're going to see lots of oranges again uh, and things like that. As the uh, but as a rule, we're going to summer colors: chartreuse, uh, you know, '57 Chevy type colors with orange on them. <laughs> we're getting. Uh, uh, yeah, these all—they all have names. Uh, you know, uh, white baits like Wonder Bread, uh, <laughs> white baits dots on it, things like that. So, uh, pretty traditional as far as uh, this time of year. Uh, some people are going to flashers and flies now. Um, haven't seen much. Pe- many people uh, running uh, uh, smelt or any kind of uh, bait like that as far as meat on the on the rigs. But uh, we're seeing more flies going out every day. So yeah. as the water warms up, that'll change and it'll continue to change. I actually have, still have a '57 Chevy. It is pretty. They are very pretty. Yep. We uh, we made that color. A uh, guy named John Henderson and I sat in the back room and said, you know, this would be a good color. And, and, uh, and the fellow painted it for us, and we sent it off to Bomber at the time, and, and they built them for us. And then, then they became, uh, after Bomber, they became Brad's, and, and now we put on Selmo's and whatever, whoever will paint for us. But uh, we... Uh, we saw a lot of special color lures, and, and the painters around the world mm-hmm. are getting to the point where they're so short of people, they really don't want to do it anymore. So uh, so we, we're we coming up on it every other year. They'll paint. We're coming up on that year now, so we're working with them to get it all painted and get them in for next season. Wait a minute. You designed a lure? Well, actually, all those special colors that people see, uh, and it wasn't only me. It was five guys in a back room sitting on, like, the purple one with yellow dots and pink yeah. on them. Yeah, yeah. They call, it, they call it blueberry muffin. That came out of the back room at Marine General. Uh, and those were all painted by Bomber originally. And, and at that time, you could buy 60 baits, and they would paint them for you. Now you got to buy 600, you know, so uh, at a time because they don't want to really do it anymore because it upsets their flow of things. But, okay. Uh, but uh, but that's where you know, there was uh, 80 colors. A guy called me yesterday. I haven't heard from him in, in 30 years, and he said, do you still have that chain of baits? I said, I have a lot of them, but I said a lot of the companies came and asked for them back because they uh, they wanted to start producing them. So you see right. a lot of those colors coming out in Bomber again. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, he says, I'm collecting these Bombers, and I remember that chain and those one-offs that you have that you said not to build the only ones in the world. So he said, I'd like to have those. I said, I'll look for the chain for you. We'll see. Wow. They're not really worth anything. They're not really worth anything, but to him they are because he's got a collection. You're an artist. 
And I, I didn't do that. I, I just came up with the color idea, and I put up the money. You know, I came up and said, what, what happened if we put... You know what actually did it? You, you and I have talked about it. The old color selector, the doculin. Yes, put, yes. Put the probe in the water, pick the color. That's what gave us the idea. How many colors can we put on these lures at one time? Mm-hmm. We could cover more of a spectrum. And, mm-hmm. and we took that, that color selector and said, well, you know, gold and yellow and orange are all in this spectrum. If we put that all in a lure, we cover a wider spectrum. So the idea was to put as many colors on a bait without making it look ugly. Uh, that we could put in the water so that uh, we could cover more of the color spectrum and see those, catch those fish. I don't know if the fish see the color, but they certainly see the reflections. Well, I was just thinking that uh, you get so many colors on it, you might scare the fish. Yeah, that's why you see some of these spinner baits that have yellow, black, orange, yeah. and we put a uh, we put a, a yellow tail on them or something like that, and that that was all coming from Doc Kelsum. How about that? I bought a color selector, and uh, yep. it, it told me to use, I can't remember the color now, but it was what I was using anyway for Island Lake. Yeah, it, and, and where it really came in handy was you'd hang it off the boat in the evening, right, as the sun went down, and those colors would change every 15, 20 minutes. Huh. And so we would we'd go from, from green to, to white to black to, to tan. we just follow those colors down. And actually, it, we, we felt anyway that it, it improved our How about that? Some good deals at Marine General, please. Well, it's summertime, you know, so what we're doing is it's tube time and water skis and everything, so we got them all on sale. Uh, the life jackets are on sale. Uh, everything's 20% off on that, that, uh, that, that outdoor water sports stuff. Uh, we've got some water carpets and stuff. You can save, you know, 150 200 bucks on them right now, so that's pretty good. All the canoes and kayaks are all between 10 and 20% off. You can save, like, some of those nice Novacraft canoes, you can save 1000 uh, bucks. And then uh, up on the upper floor, manufacturers, you know, the ICAST was just in, uh, in um, uh, Florida, so that ends today. And uh, what's going to happen is they're going to come back. In fact, they're already calling this morning. Uh, we've got the programs for next year. We need your next summer's order. Uh, and so I'm thinking we haven't even finished this one. You guys are driving me nuts. So, wow. so specials on electronics, a lot of hummingbird stuff. Uh, they're not discontinuing anything, but they're going to change them a little bit. Uh, they're not going to offer as many transducer options and things like that. So there's a lot of hummingbirds right now. You can save 10, 15, 20% off, uh, you know, 7-inch screens, 8-inch screens, uh, even up to 12-inch screens. There's a lot of specials coming through. Uh, Garmin's got some specials going. So we're just buying that stuff and passing on to the customer. So it's a good time to buy. Let's talk next week more about uh, depth finders and such. Electronics, okay? okay? All right. right. Yep. Keep, keep a tight line, Russ. Thank you very much. It's fun to hear the history of those things. Well, we got to take a break. When we come back here, it's uh, 926. We'll be back. Nine twenty-seven, hazy sunshine. The order of the day. Air quality alert is in effect. You know, some smoke from those wildfires in Canada. Sixty-nine airports, seventy Superior, seventy downtown. Dew points low sixties. Here's Rick. I wish it would get wetter so it might wash the. Uh... No, don't say that. No, <laughs> I'm tired of this stuff. This this stink. It's been dry. It too. bothers right? me. <clears throat> yeah, this the smoke is it can really get to some people. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully the, this it's supposed to be the worst today into tomorrow and then uh, calm down after that. So Good. yeah. All right, let's get over to Superior where things are superior. Pat Kukul joins us at guess what? Superior Shooter Supply. Good morning. Huh. Good morning to you. There's a lot of planes flying over. Have you noticed that? What's going on? Is it an <laughs> invasion? It is. There's planes flying over and dogs barking and <laughs> all kinds of stuff going on. My dog has given up on barking at airplanes. 
<laughs> Except when somebody lands on Secret Lake with a float plane. That gets her going. That gets her going, yeah. Me too. Well, we're off to a beautiful weekend. Yep. And uh, we've had a bunch of people in already. It's been a big week for ammo here. Like, can you hear the train? I better get back. Well, inside. you know, I was wondering, was that your brake rims doing no, that not, or somebody working in the, the shop? Okay, it's a train. The train. I'm sorry about that. So you're stuck yeah, there uh, at the sign? No, I'm inside. I was outside enjoying the weather. And the train oh, makes that much noise in your house? Oh, the train, yeah. It's like, it's, huh, it's just 10 feet from the store. It rattles everything all the time. Wow. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, so... We have had a lot of folks gearing up for the weekend by buying ammo, which is great. You know, they're shooting wherever they're shooting. They're shooting out at their personal ranges or they're trying out new guns. But it's been a while since so they were able to just come in and uh, buy as much ammo as they wanted. So everybody's happy. I'm happy. They're happy. Everybody's happy. So that's good. When somebody comes in with a used gun, it's complicated, yeah. complicated question here. And they say, I, I want to buy a new gun. What are they bringing in that they don't want anymore, generally? If, if the guns, well, this, this is rather tricky. Yeah. You know, some Sorry. guns we, we just don't, it's not really, it's, some guns we just don't handle. We don't handle guns that have a history of not working, and they're out of date, and so there's no parts for them. I see. If we are super overloaded on a certain firearm, we will offer to consign it. Uh, but and we may, we usually will take it in trade. But um, it just that really depends. But you know, guns. Uh, there's some guns out there that notoriously bad, and we just won't take them in. And the, even on the consignment, if we know they're going to be trouble, mm-hmm. I mean, you know that yeah. So you know, I you know they're they're just out there. Or if it has been tampered with, where obviously we, you yeah. know, test fire all the guns. Yeah. If we're not comfortable with it, um, you know, then we're not going to take it. Well, I'm curious, and I'm not going to ask this. I'm just going to pose it. I wonder which kind of gun you would say, we don't want that. American Arms. Okay. <laughs> uh, Churchill Arms. Uh, there are um, some... Seven, that we we're real careful with the 742s because you know we test fire them and most of them didn't work and some of them do and we have to qualify that when people bring them in. Ooh. We don't take any of the any of the cheap Raven 25 autos. Oh, the ones that were sold in yeah. magazines for two bucks. Yeah, 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 and we're not yeah. So you know they're they're out there, but some are just you know an automatic. Oh we, well, we're going to look this one over like the 742s. Or we just, you know, let me just say no. Hmm. Well, at least you're honest about that. I appreciate that. Well, you have to be. <laughs> you're the, between Bruce and I and you, you're the only honest one here. Hey! <laughs> true that, true that. And, uh, say on a different note here, um, a couple of my staff members, Nathan and Cody, are starting a middle ground defense concealed carry class. Okay. Uh, and they're concentrating on courses that allow individuals to get their carry permits in Minnesota and Wisconsin. They have a couple of classes coming up, one on the 22nd and one on the 23rd, and they're $120. You can register online uh, via the United States Concealed Carry Association, um, or you can call the store and we can give you the information to contact them. But the, 
they've been working hard at getting their training and they're just started because mm. a lot of people are still you know, just thank goodness for that yeah you have to renew your concealed carry and because we have these border states in wisconsin and, and minnesota so uh, Min- are, are minnesota and wisconsin similar in the rules well you no. oh, oh great <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Why did I bring that up? Okay, yeah. go ahead. We got another half hour. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> uh, and in Minnesota, you know, in Wisconsin, I'm not going to go into the concealed carry, but just to mm. touch on this, in Wisconsin, every if you're a Wisconsin resident, every time you buy a handgun, you have to do a background check. That's ten dollars payable to the state. In Minnesota, you just need your concealed carrier permit to purchase. And and you don't you don't have to do that. It, you just do your regular forty four seventy three. You still have to fill out the form, but um, you don't have a separate one in Wisconsin. We have a separate one for handguns. If people are confused, go see Pat Kukul at Superior <laughs> <Yeah>. Shooter Supply. <laughs> she knows. Yeah. yeah, that's good. What are your hours at Shooter Supply, please? We're open nine to six Monday through Friday, and nine to five on Saturday. Lots of free parking right around the store. You bet. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Thank you. Bye-bye. Watch out for the airplanes. Yeah, that's that too. 933, more to come on the Frenzy, KDAL. The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. 936 at KDAL. Sunshine with smoke. Slight chance of a shower or a thunderstorm. Rain chances continue for the weekend. Best chance on Sunday. Here's Rick. At noon today... Should be about 75 degrees. Yeah. Let me, let me get the winds. Winds, uh, oh, west-southwest at 8. Yep. Beauty. I'm Dave, oh. I'm doing this for you. <laughs> Tomorrow, Saturday, you going fishing, going to the lake? Am I going to the lake? Yeah. I'm at the lake. Oh. There you go. <laughs> but we're at Foggy Lake Superior up in Grand Marais right now. Oh, are you? Are you? Yeah. Where are you staying? Yeah. Where are you staying? Oh, at the campground. Okay, right by the shore? Yeah, yeah, yep. Hanging out right here. and You know, it's it's really kind of, it was cool driving up the shore because the fog would come in off the lake, mm. and, and then, then it would, you know, in the valleys and stuff. It was really pretty. And and then last yesterday afternoon, it was just gorgeous clear, and then as the sun set, the fog just started to drift in, and mm. the lighthouse would disappear and show <laughs> up again. And, man, I'll tell you, there's people out camping here. Holy cow. It, almost every site is full, and they're from the little tent campers to the great big motorhomes, but people are outside having fun. Well, you get your binoculars out and uh, look to the uh, east and north a little bit, you'll probably spot Johnny Charlstrom. He and his dad are up there uh, fishing on the, on the islands. Ah, gotcha. Well, that was that was where we were initially going to go, but uh, work and time just kind of got gobbled up, and so we only had two days, and it was like, you know, we're going, we're going to just go camping. <laughs> and 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 here we are, and, and you know, it's it's like it was so nice just sitting around the little fire going last night, and and watching the fog come and go, and chatting with the people going by, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden I wasn't working. It was great. <laughs> you weren't working. I don't think you worked much, and since I've known you. Oh no, no, no! I try to, you know, I, I got a great crew, <laughs> but the, the bottom line is, is I still get to sign the paychecks and get to be responsible for everything so I, but but i'll tell you there's nothing like having a great crew at the store and and everybody that's been in there has probably been probably been asked if they've been helped too many times yeah 
but it sure is better than going to some of the other stores where you're lucky if you can find somebody that works there. Isn't that a pain in the beeswax? Yeah. You're trying to yeah. find the right size, the right color, and there's nobody around to help. Right. Oh, no, that's that's not that's not Northwest Outlet. And I, I apologize to those that get asked too many times, but... <laughs> But you know whether whether people are looking for footwear and you know rubber boots, hiking boots, sandals, hats, um, all the the summer stuff there, the fishing gear, the the Columbia North Face, uh, Under Armour, Carhartt, throughout the store, all the camping gear, we try to have people that are knowledgeable and on hand and and ready to help them get stuff squared away. And and on top of it, right now we've got uh, we've got up to forty percent off on on so much of the summer summer gear in the store because it's time to start making room for fall stuff coming in. Oh, please. Too early. I too know. early. Yeah. It's my favorite time of the year, though. What, uh, have you got a hint of what, what are the hot colors for the for the fall, winter? Um, you know, i got to tell you, I, I really don't know. Okay. Um, Chris, is, Chris is our main guy ordering that stuff, and, and we just haven't had a chance to sit down and talk yet, but they're starting, uh, the word is they're starting to ship stuff, so when it comes in, then I'll know better. A lot better than it was a couple of years earlier. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The sources seem like they're doing pretty good so far, but, even, you know, we order stuff a year ahead of time for the most part. Ah. And, and and it sounds like everything's coming in, but then once it doesn't come in, then they tell us that it's not going to come in. And, and uh, hopefully we won't have the shortages that we had last year, but not quite there yet. Well, Dave, I know you're not much of an angler, but have you heard some good stories? Um, you know, the, there was a cool little kid next door to us. Been there here for a week. Been out fishing every day, all day long, as Dad tells me. And, mm-hmm. and he hadn't caught one fish, so I told oh. him one little spot to go check out. And and he said he had two bites in the short little time last night that he was there, but uh, but no fish. And and. Uh, uh, Really, I, I haven't talked to anybody that's been out other than the you know, pan fishermen out at the cabin and mm-hmm. stuff. And, you know, the people that are are out there doing it have been been catching fish. But I I, I wish I could tell you better. I I can tell you about people going camping and to the boundary waters and you know up to Isle Royal wherever they're going. But uh, I'm just not such a great fisherman. Well, you're in Wisconsin. <clears throat> Let's get away. We from, are. We're, I'll get away from fishing then and put you on Lake Superior. And the the caves, the water oh, caves they have. Yeah. What yeah. do you know about that? Uh, that's fascinating. I've never seen them. Never been there. Oh, you know, there there's a number of different sea caves uh, in the Apostles, and and I've, I guess we've been to all of them. I haven't been in the ones out on Devil's Island, but kind of the main ones are off of Myers Beach, um, uh, just past Cornucopia, just east of Cornucopia a little bit, and and they're they're really neat, but. Generally, they're open at the top. There's some that aren't, but mm. with a boat, you can idle into them if it's flat out. But i got to tell people, if it's not flat out, don't go in don't because go. the surge and the slosh yeah. is really bad. Yeah. But then out on Sand Island, there's there's a bunch of them, and, and we've been in there like with Zodiacs, you know, with, a, with something low, and literally where you're laying on the bottom of the boat pulling yourself from one chamber to another. <laughs> and you can see light out several different passages all the time, but those are really cool. And and then Devil's Island's got some some really nice ones out there too. But it, it you know the apostles just 
it, to be out there and, and to be able to work along the shoreline and see some of the sites, you know, instead of just going right down the middle. Yeah. There's some great places there, too. Can I put my Lund boat in somewhere there? And can I, is it allowed to have a motor boat? Uh, yeah, I, I haven't heard of any restrictions on, on motors at all. And, you know, like Sand Island, um, you can, from at Little Sand Bay, you can get out to Sand Island. That's just a kind of a short little run out there. Depends on the weather. You got to really watch it when yeah. you're out there. But you can run from uh, Cornucopia to the Myers Beach. You can probably you can run back around from uh, Little Sand Bay. Um, th- those would be the ones that it gets you the closest to them. Mm-hmm. And and but being being so weather aware, and I, I can't stress that enough. It's and and if it's rough out, look at them from a distance. Don't yeah. get too close. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I think. Those of us who have lived up here a while, a while <clears throat> know what Lake Superior can do. I just worry, oh, yeah. worry about folks from the Twin Cities that say, hey, let's go, it's a little wind, no problem. Oh, yeah. Well, and, you know, the other thing that's kind of interesting is the, the Myers Beach uh, caves. You can, uh, there's trails that go from the parking lot out to where you're up on top of them and kind of fenced, and there's a few few areas where you can look down down through the crack down into one that's really kind of neat and oh. and it's it's a nice hike but if you got little kids make sure you when i was a little kid i had a leash on me so it's not <laughs> a bad idea <laughs> yeah all right so we've got your good deals at northwest outlet what are your hours sure well we're open uh, monday through friday nine until six saturday nine to five thirty we're closed on sundays because we got to get out and test gear you know oh, yeah. and uh and and so folks whatever you need for the outdoors to get outside and have fun come check us out it's tick season and it's kind of nasty tick season in a lot of areas so make that tick check every night have a great weekend everybody and thank you Thank you very much, Dave Miller, Northwest Outlet. All right, I got to talk. I'm going to harangue a little bit. <clears throat> when I was a kid, I don't know what that means. Um, talk too much. Oh, okay. So it's what we do around here all the time. <laughs> yes. You're, you're going to be one of us. All right. I'm haranguing too much. Yeah. Um, as a kid, we'd go outside in a t-shirt, uh, short pants, maybe no shirt, no hat. And we'd run around, and we'd come back, and then Mom would have to put on sunburn lotion on your body parts that got, well, affected. Yeah. Last Friday, a week ago, a week ago at 1030, doctor had to burn skin cancer off me. Yeah. Have you had it? No. So Neil and I were just talking about this a couple days ago. Well, he's redheaded. I'll bet he's... he's (laughs) Um. No, we were, we were. I was telling stories of Lou Laddle back in the day because he was always you know sunning down in Florida, and so I've got a relative who in April was diagnosed with melanoma. Ouch! And so he they did they went in they did the whole they they take out at the top of the skin where they, where, where where it is, but then they dig and they dig and they dig because they want to make sure that they got all of it until they find nothing, and then they dig to a certain spot, they find nothing. Now he's got to go back every, I think he's at three months, to get checked and make sure that there's still nothing there because that can kill you. Yeah. They 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 caught it early, thank heavens. So they think they got all of it and all that, but it's it was a good reminder because uh, it happened in April, which is right around the time of year I start walking outside again. Mm-hmm. So religiously every day. Good boy. 
getting that the, the, the sunscreen on before I go outside. Well, you're it, dark skinned. Yeah, but we're not playing games with that. Okay. It's the sun. The, the sunscreen is not so expensive that I can't afford it, um, and it's not worth playing games. I have been for the last eight years wearing a wide brimmed hat. Yep. Uh, yeah, the, the old bucket hats. Uh, yeah, like yeah. it's a bucket hat. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Uh, I wear that in the boat, and uh, I had a warning last year from Doctor Buckholtz at Luke's, so I put. Whenever I go out, even on a nice 80-degree day, a very light, long sleeve shirt. In fact, Bruce, you could look at my tan line right oh, here. Oh, yeah, I can see it. And it starts at my wrist. You can see mine, too. Yeah, you're all up, right. Up my upper Where's arm, you? you can see the tan yeah. line. It, it's uh, clear as day. Yeah. And actually, my if you look at my sock line. Now, wait a minute here. Look at my sock line. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, That's even worse. If I, if I put sand, if I do, do the slides and no socks... And I'm walking around. It, they're, they're like you got to put sunglasses on to look at my feet. It's bad. <laughs> well, I my brother's 15 years older than I, and uh, years ago he told me he was having surgeries for these things that yeah. were popping up on his body. And I said, well, okay. So that's when I started wearing more clothes. I figured it's in the family. Well, it caught me last Friday. I was surprised. Uh, right on the right. Nair, yeah, right, or nostril, yep, or yep right on the side of your nose. Yeah, you can see it. Yeah, does it look bad? Uh, it looks awful. No, I'm just kidding. It's fine. I, you know, I, okay. I had a pretty good idea what it was without you telling me. I'll put. I'll, did you really? Yeah, I'll put makeup on it. <laughs> she lets me use her makeup all the time, <laughs> and uh, she gave me a, a chewing out and said, "Stop it. Wear the hat." And uh, I'm passing this on to our listeners who go fishing or golfing. Outside much, um, a precaution. Uh, there's good clothes you can wear. Yep, good protection. There is. Uh, so I when I when I when I put sunscreen on, I the last thing I do is I go with each hand around the back of my neck, down under my shirt line, up to my hairline, and get it as good as I can because I'm always wearing a hat that covers my face, so my face is fine. Yeah. I get very little sun on my face because I'm always wearing a hat. But the back of my neck is always exposed. So I always make sure to get that really good. Good boy. Um, good boy. I've learned enough lessons over the years. You know, it. it you, 25-year-old me would have been like, sunscreen? Pff, I never get sunburned. Exactly. Why am I putting that on? That's for I, old I mean, people. It would take, even this day and age, as old, you know, I've gotten older. And you, it does become easier to burn when you get older. Mm-hmm. But it, would, it still is going to take a lot for me to sunburn. Yeah. Well... I got it. Yeah. I got it. Yep. Uh, I She says she nailed this one pretty early. Good. So uh, we'll go back in a year and see if she was right. Oh, jeepers. we got to get a hold of Matt King here. Yeah, oh. we got, yeah we're good. We, have, we had some time we had to kill there. We're fine. Two minutes. Okay, one more, and right. we'll be back. 949 at KDAL More of the Frenzy up next. Well... Go ahead, Rick. Rick Jordan with you. Bruce Siski's over there. Yeah. And Matt King is way over there up in uh, Pike Lake. Hey, what's going on with that phone? Yeah, no kidding. What is happening here? Matt, you there? Can you, hear? Can you guys hear me? I can hear you yeah, over the static. Gotcha. You got a fish on the line or what? Oh, <laughs> uh, we're, uh, my son and I are actually on a little work road trip here. We, uh, crawler business has been so good so yep. we have to we're, we're running down to one of our uh, 
down to Hayward here to pick up some crawlers. They they get the same crawler supplier as us, and they have extra, so we're going to pick some up, and then we're heading up to Saxon Harbor to uh, load the store up with bear bait. So, oh. uh, so we got quite a quite a trip we're making today here, and uh, we get fill our trailer and truck full of uh, bait for bear and for fishing. I'm not going to ask you what's in the bear bait, but uh, hopefully there's some peanut butter. This is mid-July and we're already thinking bear? Yeah, well, they wow. can start baiting in uh, a month here. Okay. So, uh, and uh, so we're getting ready for that. Uh, we're picking up all kinds of stuff. Uh, cookies and trail mixes and honey and you name it, granola and, and gummies and, oh, and <laughs> I love gummies. It, it's all kinds of good stuff. We were, uh, I, I had some gummies, uh, gummy worms, I think they were, or gummy bears, doesn't matter. They were red and yellow and black and green and everything. And I, just for a joke, I put one on my, uh, on my hook, got a bite. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, that, you know, and especially if, boy, if you're fishing with panfish and you run out of, uh, uh, bait, <laughs> you can pretty much use anything for them. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? Well, good for you. Um. My dog, uh, Black Lab, I can go if, uh, grouse hunting in the woods, and if somebody is putting up, well, not grouse, but anyway, uh, she can always find a bear uh, bait station. <laughs> yeah, and that's a mess, boy. Uh, you know, <laughs> we got in some new stuff this year. Uh, uh, we got a, a local uh, donut, uh, mini donut stand yeah. that... Uh, you know, we bought their uh, their old grease from. So, um, you know, you mix that in with uh, some granola and some, uh, you know, things like that, and you can make yourself quite a an interesting type thing. You know, bears love to eat that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's fun. All right, now, fish, fish. How you been doing? Uh, fishing's been pretty good. Uh, last night, uh, myself and a bunch of uh, my my workers, uh, my son included, we were all out on, uh, we kind of did a little fisherman's corner uh, fishing deal. We went up to Lake Nichols. Yep. Um, and uh, it was a little slower for our boat. Uh, we were getting bites, but we weren't hooking them. Bass? Um, the bass, yeah, bass and northerns. Uh, we got some bluegills too, but uh, they were there. Um, they were a little bit more finicky, I think, and it was a little windier than normal, so hmm. that might have played effect on it, but you had to really move some of your baits a little slower presentation. Um, but uh, we ended up in the end there. Uh, my son started running a, uh, a Texas rig with a worm, and uh, he had some good success with that. So uh, that was a good, uh, you know, a good uh, change to adapt to what the fish are doing, and uh, we ended up, uh, he caught a couple of nice bass there right at the end. So, um, yeah, it's a good evening, though. What's the other, or there's a couple other lakes right around Nichols? Yeah, there's, uh, oh, well, if you go up the road just a little bit further to Cotton area there, you got Denham Lake, and, uh, you know, there's a few lakes right around there, too, uh, West Bass, yeah, stuff like that. And, and uh, you know, they're all good, pretty good lakes. Uh it was, it's, a, it's a lot of fun to go with their bass fishing, you know, when they erupt at the top of the water going after your lure. It's kind of fun. Right. Yeah. Even the smallmouth bass, uh, man, they can just explode out of the water. It's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, you got some good deals at Fisherman's we Corner? Do. Yeah, we got quite a All our electronics are on sale right now. We got 
six baits on sale. We got, if you're in need for a battery charger too, we got those uh, onboard chargers on sale. We got rain gears at 30% off. We got life jackets on sale. We got a lot of stuff on sale and watch the incoming weeks here because we kind of got uh, some extra inventory. So we're going to kind of blow that out to the customers here soon uh, over the next, probably starting next week. Uh, some really good deals will be coming online and different tackle and rods and things like that. So uh, okay. be watching us, watch us on Facebook. We'll do it. Hey, Matt, keep a tight line, drive carefully, and uh, get some worms. Sounds good. You have a good weekend. Thank you. Uh, worms, I have to admit, uh, for our walleye adventures, the last couple of weekends have been pretty good. Um, leeches have been good. Minnows, nah, not so much. I think my minnows that I got were too big. That's and, a thing? Uh, yeah. Oh. All yeah. right. Um, we go to the secret rock pile. Yeah. Everybody knows where the secret rock pile is. I don't, but that's fine. Okay. It's, a, it's a secret. It's a <laughs> it's a joke, actually. Oh, yeah. Uh, we usually get hung up a lot there with... Oh, listen, is that time to quit already? Yeah, it's pretty much uh, 40 seconds Jesus. here, yeah. Well, anyway, the secret rock pile was pretty good, and then we moved over behind another island and got out of the wind. More walleyes, more walleyes. There you go. Those eight inches that Island Lake is famous for. Beautiful. Hey, thanks for sitting in for Dave Strandberg. Uh, I'm happy to do it. Thanks for putting up with me. We had some Uh, good conversations today. We did, yeah. And that'll do it. Rick? See ya. Good luck fishing this weekend. Thank you. Appreciate it. Rick Jordan, Friday Frenzy.